0: We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now.
1: Hello, welcome to episode number 73 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a four-year-old I am joined today by Steven Dutzman, who is the father of three and editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. Hi, Steven.
0: Hey, boss. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I'm ready to go on vacation. That is for yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm super jealous of your vacation. <laughs> yeah. um, I, too, am ready to go on vacation. But yeah. you know what my next vacation actually is?
1: Playing Final Fantasy XV?
0: Yes. <laughs> Now here's the question, and we can throw this out to the listeners. Does that count as a vacation? <laughs> I am torn because I am not yeah. I will not be at my day job for right. the 30th, the 31st. Like basically the twenty ninth, the day it comes out, I am working.
1: Yeah.
0: Um because reasons. Right? <laughs> but then from the minute I get home, I'm gonna be rocking out And I basically have a five-day weekend with which to play this game, Uh right? So, and I am, so I'm, I'm preparing to enjoy myself. I'm going to have my office all set up and everything. Uh Now, I'm probably going to stream a huge amount of it.
1: Okay, Actually.
0: Now, here's the question. If I am doing this and I am being paid to do this, does it by default (laughs) mean it is not a vacation? <laughs> um now it is because they don't call them vacation days where I where I work uh-huh. in the in the business world they refer to them as PTA.
1: Oh, oh PTA. What is the A? They call it PTA.
0: PTA Paid time allotment. Oh, because the okay. PTA is the allotment that we get and so we are allowed to take planned so PTAs uh-huh. or UPTAs they used to have planned so it's they used to have PUDAS, Planned Unapproved Time Allotment, they called them PUDAS. That would be if you were telling them that you weren't going to be there, but um, they couldn't let you because there were too many people off. You could call it a puta, and you could only have so many of those. I kid you not. That's to prevent people from asking for time off, being refused, and then calling out because uh, that's yeah, yeah. even worse. So at least then yeah. they can still staff for it, uh-huh. but um, this is full on scheduled time. So boss, is this a vacation?
1: Well, I, I totally forgot about the fact that that I'm the one that's paying you for part of this. Um, I don't know. So think- you
0: get to decide, is it a vacation or not? I mean, I, mean, I will be doing something that I enjoy. I mean, I'm yes. not exactly going to be suffering here.
1: Right, um, yes.
0: And based on some previews that went up on the internets today yeah. uh, at OnePolygon.com and also at GamesRadar, etc., I'm sure we'll hear something from Kim Wallace um, about uh, over a Game Informer because she's their RPG lady. Uh-huh. Um, I it sounds like it's gonna be awesome. Right. <laughs> like I was reading these previews and they're like, yeah, like Phil Kohler over at Polygon was like, yeah, it's pretty good, guys. And I was <laughs> like, yes. So I mean, it sounds like it's gonna be happy. So I'm not gonna be miserable.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't know. I I I don't know. It's hard hard to qualify. Probably not actually a vacation. Because you are working, so no. My vacation, I will not be working. I will be well, drinking, tr- drinking, um, chasing after my eating. four-year-old. Although, chasing after four-year-old. Yeah, I guess that's that's sort of work. But she'll be very occupied because she loves anywhere that there is a pool. Um, although I have to, you know, make sure she doesn't drown and things of that nature. That, but yeah, but eating. Yeah, I mean that's legit. That's legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah, super looking forward to that. Uh, a uh, little side uh, fact about that: We will not be recording an episode of Gaming with the Moms next week, because I am not going to phone in from the Bahamas just to talk to Steven. So,
0: um, wow. sorry about that, Steven. You heard that, folks. You heard that, folks. I. You heard what she said. She said I'm not important. Um, she doesn't want to talk to me. I mean, we could have. We it could have been a cool episode because you could be like by the beach and you could be all have isaac in the background like what in the heck are you doing you know he'd be like what this is stupid and i'd be like yeah you're you're pretty much right bro this is dumb i mean i get it i get it i'm not important that's fine yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let my feelings be too (laughs) hurt."
1: right we do this great thing when we're on vacation where we trade off days with anna so we still have our family time in the evening when we go to dinner but as far as the daytime, like I will take her for a day and then he will take her for a day so that we all get our, our alone time as well, you know, where I can go to the spa or go to the casino or, you know, whatever, um,
0: do literally anything other than deal with a four-year-old.
1: Yep, exactly. So, it's a, so I'm not,
0: I'm not even hating on that. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah,
1: that is brilliant. Yeah, it works really well. Um. It was my husband's idea. I can't take credit for that, but we've we done we've done it every year, and it has been fantastic. He's a smart uh, guy. He's a smart yeah, guy. <laughs>
0: this this fellow that I've I've never met him before. Yeah. Um, but he seems like a smart fellow. <laughs> right.
1: Yes. Um, okay. Video games. So Steven just told yeah. me right before we started recording that the Plants vs Zombies card game is out now, which I have Yeah, it is. Out. Steven says it's Plants awesome. vs Zombies Heroes. How is it awesome? <laughs> How is it awesome?
0: Uh um, it's just, it. All right, so it's real good. Um, so let me let me just start by explaining the basic mechanics of this because I think that that's kind of where it's helpful. Um, you know, and it'll kind of frame things. Hmm. It's we we've all pl- everyone on Earth has played Plants vs Zombies. If you haven't, fix that somehow. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how you are listening to this podcast and never played it. I'm not saying everybody has liked it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not the best game ever made or anything, but, like, for real, it's it's a huge game. Yeah. Um. Go play it. Now, um, we will remember that it was from left to right. Yeah, the zombies going from right to, you know, from side to side. Mm-hmm. Um, from right to left, really. And there were six lanes. From top to bottom. And I think five actually. I think five lanes. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. A number of lanes that was less than ten and greater than three. Um, (laughs) so and so you put up your defenses, whatever. In this case, the phone, you play it on a phone or a tablet and it's played in portrait mode instead of landscape mode. And what it does is the lanes are vertical as opposed to horizontal. And there are five of them. Three in the center are regular grass lanes. Uh The one on the far left is vertical. It's like a height.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: And the one on the right is water. Okay. And you have zombie on the other side, you're a plant, or vice versa. The idea is you have sunlight that you get every beginning of every turn, Uh and they get brains that they get every turn if you're a plant and they're a zombie, obviously. You use that sun or brains to put plants or zombies in the various lanes. Okay. First you plant, you know, one team plants, then the other team plants, right? Uh And then as soon as both teams have planted, combat starts. Okay. When that happens, if they are, if there's a plant and a zombie in the lane, they attack each other and deal their power to their opponent's toughness and so on. If one of them goes unblocked in a lane, it deals the damage to the hero on the other side. Each hero has a certain amount of hit points. You get to zero, you lose the game. Uh-huh. So <coughs> you have this, and there are spells, kind of, like, they call them tricks. But uh-huh. there are things that you can do that let you draw cards or buff your guys or do whatever. And there are different flavored monsters and decks that you will get that uh-huh. give you different abilities. And there are different heroes. The start, and so th- what's cool is... It's a very uh, comic book superhero theme, very pulpy. So um, they're all superheroes or supervillains in the case of the zombies. Um, it is, I have played about a half hour to 45 minutes, so by all, by no means am I an expert, right. quote unquote. Um, but Nicole, it's freaking good. Yeah. It's freaking good. Um, I am not, without knowing all the cards and all that stuff, I don't right. know if it's going to stand up to um say Hearthstone. Um, um but I think it'll give uh SkyLanders Battlecast a run for its money. Mm. Um and it's I'm I have I am absolutely enjoying myself. There's tons of missions, tons of quests, you unlock different heroes. You get the it's it's really cool. It's really cool. cool.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. I had no idea that that was out already was sort of on the back of my head. Um Well, it was so- out
0: in it was out in um I was out in Canada
1: a while ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was in like Canada is becoming, like, the te- the test market for all these games. It's the probably Rabbids games. The,
0: probably because their market is smaller.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so.
0: And I'm pretty sure the Rabbids one is because it was being made by Ubisoft Montreal.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Pro- so probably, like, a tax thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, real quickly on hearthstone they announced this week a new um, heroic tavern brawl which is actually more of like a competition it's not like a regular tavern brawl because you gotta pay to play it's ten bucks or a thousand in gold uh... you get if you can get twelve wins you get this crazy amount of loot like fifty card packs and a whole bunch of dust and a whole bunch of gold and some golden legendaries but if you lose three times you're out so it's kinda like the arena in that way, um, but it's only going to last the Tavern Brawl length of time, so it'll be Wednesday through Sunday. When they do it, they haven't announced when they're going to do it yet, so I'm on the fence. I don't know if I want to do it or not. I'm definitely not going to pay to do it, but I might save up the gold to do it. I don't know.
0: How, how many do you, How much do you have to win in order to
1: To get all the stuff? Uh, Twelve. Yeah. But, you know, you, get a, you start at a certain prize, and the more and more that you win, it goes up. So you get you a card with... pack. Yeah, you get a card pack no matter what. But that's really if you're paying 10 bucks for something and you only get a single card pack, that's, you know, not that's not that cool. But I yeah. don't know. I'm kind of interested in doing it so I could just see how well I actually am, you know, like in a competition-esque type setting, but I don't know. We'll see.
0: I yeah, so how do you do you use your deck? Like where yeah, do the decks use, come from?
1: Yeah, you could, you could use any deck. That you want, so you it has to be Ooh. standard, but yeah, you have, you can use your decks. There's no restrictions Ooh. on them. Yeah,
0: I, um, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> right. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Um, but I mainly because I mean, why the heck not? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's ten bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's ten dollars, which to be fair is a lot of money. However, yeah, um, if it's a game you play regularly, and ten dollars is too much, then I don't know why you're listening to this podcast because. You know, if $10 is going to like, if I would not, not feed my children for $10, you know, for that, like if it was that kind of a deal, you know what I mean? Right. But if $10 is really going to be that, if, if you're on that close to the razor's edge, I think you need a new hobby we should uh, (laughs) be talking about. Um, and I mean that because that's, you know, yeah, yeah, this is a luxury hobby. Um, but if let's ignore the money piece of it, if you just don't want to deal with that kind of pressure. That is yeah. a perfectly valid reason not to do it because that's a lot of pressure, right? Yeah. I mean, just yeah. bad beats and it's like going to the casino.
1: Yeah. You know, which is funny which... because I seem to have wonderful luck in casinos, but terrible luck in Hearthstone. Anyhow. Yeah.
0: I, I, I'll do you a favor and not spectate you while you're playing that.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: All Cause right. I make everyone lose. We know that. <laughs>
1: right. Um, Okay, so let's move on here. Big news! The big news this week: Red Dead Redemption Two has well, been how about confirmed. That? Yes. Are Very you
0: cool. excited about this?
1: Eh, meh. I don't know. I played. I didn't play. <laughs> That's oh, a what? no, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if it ends up looking really cool, then yes. Um, I played. Uh, probably a good six or seven hours of the first one. But, you know, there's a huge open-world game. Or, no, the first one, Red Dead Redemption. This is Red that Dead Redemption 2. That was the Redemption second one. 2. Well, it's the first one called Red Dead Redemption. And this is Red oh, okay. Dead Redemption 2, so this is
0: a oh, you mean, sequel
1: to that one. I'm just,
0: yes. listen, I'm just, I just want to be clear. <laughs> your boy, this, I'm just, I, well, all I'm doing is quoting your boy, Colin, who yeah. is being very specific and I, I, I agree with him, and I really just wanted to be a jerk face. Um, yeah. No, the first one um, so was Revolver, right?
1: Red Dead yeah. Revolver, yeah. I think. So yeah. this
0: is the third Red Dead game. Yes. But you are correct. It is absolutely the second uh, Red Dead Redemption game. Yes. And I'm sorry. I, 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 I want to be very clear. I was, not, I was really just trolling. <laughs> um, for anyone keeping score at home, um, that was tr- pure 100% trolling okay. on my part. And it was a fail. To, yeah. <laughs> for the most part because Nicole's unflappable um, so you're so you're kind of excited because you played seven hours of like a two or three hundred hour game right, so maybe this yeah. one might be okay?
1: Maybe, I mean I, I'm i not huge into the whole Wild West type theme but I, I was enjoying myself it was just one of those things where there were other games that I wanted to play yeah. and so I stopped playing that because I didn't want to spend a hundred hours playing it So.
0: so, so here's my question Bear with me. We have a smoke alarm going off. That's (laughs) okay. We have this thing where our oven, if you turn it up over 400 degrees, no matter what happens, it sets off our smoke alarms. And my wife is making chicken nuggets for the kids before she heads out to Uh uh, a Boy Scout event. Yeah. And so shit gets real. So um, to restart, here we go. Three, two... One. So here's my question: mm-hmm. When playing Red Dead Redemption for your six hours or so, yeah, um, which to be fair is more than I played. Okay. Did you at any point punch a nun and tire to train tracks and let her get run over? That's the question.
1: <laughs> no. no, no, I did. You did not. not.
0: No. <laughs> Neither did I. And that was a, that was a mo- that was a test of morality. You passed.
1: Yes. Okay. Um,
0: so I. Was I mean? Red Dead Redemption has fascinated me, and I really think, um, honestly, now that Red Dead Redemption Two is um, you know as is announced, I, I'm actually comfortable saying if I were not playing Star Stable for um, Extra Life, I probably would have picked picked up a copy of Red Dead Redemption and played it backwards oh. compatibility on my Xbox One, yeah. um, because I kind of want to get into that world. Yeah. and kind of experience it and I kind of want to know because I'm fascinated by it mm-hmm. um I played a couple hours and just like you said there's just so many other things and as you can imagine I picked that up late I yeah. borrowed it from someone um and I picked it up way late this is years think, old at that point
1: I think we borrowed it from someone too it wasn't years yeah. old but um Uh but yeah, I mean this is it's probably going to depend on when it is released and what else is being released around the same time. That's that's basically what's fall twenty
0: seventeen.
1: Right, yeah. Oh fall (laughs) Fall.
0: which whatever. (laughs) Which I believe (laughs) I'm not gonna make a bet on this because we know me and bets, but I bet (laughs) it's gonna change by around E three it's gonna change from fall twenty seventeen to early twenty eighteen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're
0: probably although Although Rockstar's really good about putting their game, I don't know what did was great. Was GTA Five delayed?
1: I don't remember.
0: I don't remember. Um, I don't think they but,
1: care though. I mean, they know that they've uh, got you know they're the heavy hitters, so I don't think they really yeah. honestly care. Yeah,
0: um, I, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. They can do whatever yeah. the hell they want.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I mean, like, else leave. Uh, you know, as an example, I still haven't played um a Fallout Four. And I loved Fallout 3, and I was planning to play Fallout 4, but there was so much else going on, and now, or I'm all the way back a year later, with so much else going on again, that I just still haven't had um, a chance to play it. If
0: Actually. I can make a suggestion,
1: uh-huh.
0: November 5th is coming up.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yes. Just yes, saying. it is.
0: November 5th is coming.
1: Yes, it is, but I don't know if I'm going to be doing that or not, so probably not. Well.
0: All right, all right. Well, I mean, you have you have uh, responsibilities, grown up responsibilities. So, I understand. Yes. So, I'm excited. I mean, I think yeah. the, the whole world is excited. I mean, the maybe not the whole world, but the video game world is excited. I mean, it's yeah. one of the, it's like it's arguably one of the biggest games, um, game franchises there is, and there's only been two of them, and really yeah. only one true Red Dead Redemption. Um, right, right. But the last game just took the world by storm and that was a early to mid ps3 Xbox 360 game mm-hmm. um, and now that we have seen GTA 5 mm-hmm. and fallout 4 and you know um, you know even D- Dragon Age like we know how deep some of these worlds can get yeah. um, and how detailed some of these worlds can get I can only imagine how insane this thing is gonna be
1: yeah, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, absolutely. And also, like a you know, sort of a, a teller of its popularity is when it finally became backwards compatible um, for Xbox One. The sales of it jumped up of the old of the original one or the origi- the Red Dead Redemption, not Revolver. But the sales numbers spiked when that became backwards compatible. So that shows you too just how popular it is. So. Yep. So, yeah, so we've got a little little ways to wait on that. Um, because yeah, yeah. yeah, a
0: painful year. <laughs> a very painful year.
1: Yes. Um, so, this is a story that I found absolutely hilarious and bizarre, is that there's going to be a TV show based on Candy Crush. If you're like me, you're like, what?! What? This makes no sense. But it's going to be a game show, which makes a little bit more sense. Um. Slightly. <laughs> slightly. Ever slightly. so slightly. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, so there's not a really um, detailed description of what this gameplay is going to be on this game show, but the press release said that there will be teams of two who will compete using their wits and physical agility, quote-unquote, and... Um, to solve puzzles, that's going to take place on a huge Candy Crush board. So I can assume that the gameplay is going to be somewhat similar to the video game Candy Crush, but um, we'll just have to see. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's CBS picked it up. They haven't said when it's actually going to air yet, but it's funny. I read the press release for this. So like, whenever you see a press release from a movie or a TV type thing there's always like three or four producer company three three or four production companies involved so this press release is just quote after quote after quote after quote each of them coming from a different production company but basically saying the same thing so those press did releases. any of them
0: say if i'm asked did any yeah. of those did any of those production companies say and we apologize that this is two years late and destined to be a failure did any <laughs> of them say that
1: no no no, they did oh, not say that. Can I say that? I
0: don't
1: know. Yeah, go ahead. But I just it's, I don't it's know. It's 2
0: okay. years late and it's destined to be a failure.
1: Well, I don't know. Candy Crush is still huge. It's still it's huge. Not. It's not. I mean, it's not
0: Pokemon huge.
1: Oh. Well, and it yes, never I said Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> it never oh, it was Pokemon was. huge. Not for the same audience, I guess is what I'm saying. So, I would think your game show-watching audience would be the people that are still way into Candy Crush, as opposed to your Pokemon oh, audience.
0: Well, let's let's dive in, shall we? <laughs> That's what the internet is for. I bet you Google yes. knows.
1: Probably, yes.
0: Daily revenue. Um, okay.
1: It's gonna be through the let's roof. Let's
0: see what we got. Mmm... Um,
1: because Activision purchased the developer, King, for almost $6 billion. So yeah. that tells you how profitable <laughs> that company so, is.
0: So let's play a trivia game, shall we? Because okay. okay. I, have, I have the numbers right here.
1: Oh, okay. okay.
0: How much do you think it makes a day?
1: Uh, a day.
0: Mm. In a single day? Daily single revenue? Mm-hmm.
1: 500000
0: oh, Holy crap. You are Am crazy. I way off? No, 482,000.
1: Oh, look at that. That's,
0: that's pretty, pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. You failed at the price of r- prices right because you went over. Ha 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 ha. Never mind. That's not that's not the game we're playing. Um, it does not Okay, so the site that I'm going on does not say anything about uh, active users. However, as of October 19th, it was the number 5 top-grossing game on um, on iTunes. So, all right, it's still big. I mean, if it's yeah. making 482 grand a day, I would argue. Okay, so you're probably right. That's probably big enough that if it's a limited run show, which mm-hmm. that's kind of the new deal I've noticed. Yeah. So I'm going to change my tune a little bit. I was okay. being cynical. I am sorry. You are <laughs> correct. You've turned me around. Okay. Um, if especially if they do like a limited run, right, yeah. and they make the set super visually appealing. Uh-huh. And try and capture that audience that either played it or has fond memories of playing it. Uh-huh. Um, I, I especially if I think the set is cool, you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah, like, yeah. and they do one of those four week only events and they do like four episodes and then they just do it like that. I, yeah. I, I I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. It might not be a complete failure. <laughs> I think at the very least it's gonna get a bunch of hate watches. kind of <laughs> right. like kind of like the musical that ABC puts out. Every like holiday season,
1: High School Musical or whatever. No, no, no. Remember
0: that last year they did uh, The Wiz.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't watch. I don't watch network TV. I don't watch very much TV at all anymore. Okay, (laughs) so
0: so for the last three years, ABC has done a musical live. Oh. So first they did the Sound Sound of Music, then they did Grease. And then they did The Wiz. Okay. I don't know what they're doing this time. Um, oh. But it's NBC. Um, they usually announce it, like, during football season or whatever. And, then they, mm-hmm. and the ratings are always very good, but the show is not always necessarily very good. In fact, the first one, The Sound of Music, was horrifically bad, despite <laughs> the fact that it was... Um, I, I can't even believe that I forgot who she is. Um.
1: The, oh, you mean the actual like lady from the movies?
0: No, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. It was um, she was the, she's the um uh, she's the country girl that won American Idol, the blonde uh, one.
1: Like I said, I don't watch network TV, so American Idol. Nope, don't watch that
0: one. Oh my goodness! Wait, I'm gonna find out. I can't not un- know her name. Everybody, I'm, there's there's a bunch of people screaming at their car right now. Right. Um. <laughs> She does the Sunday night football theme song.
1: Yeah, I don't know that either. Um,
0: I of course not. It's Carrie Underwood. Oh,
1: okay. I have heard of her.
0: Yes, Evan? Oh, you need the keys. Mom's not getting anywhere without these. There you go. <laughs> They're trying to go to the Boy Scouts. So, Carrie Underwood, she was okay. in Sound of Music and it was so terrible. It was so <laughs> bad. It was such a bad show. Um, objectively bad. Not, you know, it was just objectively bad. But so many people kept watching and tweeting about it and just hating it. <laughs> that the next year they did Grease and it was equally bad. <laughs> and people still, and so we got a lot of hate watches. So I suspect that even if Candy Crush, the board game, or not the board game, I'm sure there's a Candy Crush board game out there somewhere. Right. yeah. Um, the, um, although put a pin in that, I have a funny story about Candy Crush board games, um, okay. is a, um, th- they would get a bunch of hate watchers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, I think you're right.
0: I mean, I'll watch it. <laughs> I, I mean, I was planning on watching it the whole time. But part of that is because I like watching bad TV. <laughs> Specifically, like, live television, just because I like seeing how they make stuff interesting that is not fun. Like, for example, in the Super Bowl when they lost power. Do you remember that?
1: Yes. Was not watching, but I do remember that that happened. Yeah, I mean, yes.
0: so I, just about everybody else switched channels or just looked at Twitter or turned the TV off or whatever. Yeah. I did not change a channel for a second. <laughs> I was enthralled by how they were trying to make it interesting and the poor, poor guy that they were like, hey, what's going on? And they kept throwing it to him and he had literally nothing to say.
1: It was the best.
0: It was the best. I watched the NFL Draft Combine every year. Wow. The NFL draft combine is when they get all the the top college players to come in, uh-huh. and they get like defensive linemen to run the forty meters. <laughs> okay, I don't know why, but it is so funny. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's a bunch of asides. Um. <laughs> Uh, shout out to the Boston Festival of Independent Games because two years two years ago I actually played a game there called Candy Crushers, where wherein one literally crushes candy on a board with a rubber mallet.
1: Oh, yeah, literally. So that sounds more fun. Yeah. Anyway, and sorry, King didn't I went go on a after bunch them of for copyright. King was going after everybody who had anything to do with candy in their game for copyright
0: stuff. They probably. I, I I don't know if that game. Um, was for retail sale um, oh, okay. one of the things that happens at the Boston Festival of Independent Games especially in the board game area is some of the board games that are being demoed there are proof of concept or like class projects during uh. in the MIT Game Design Academy yeah. um, so some of the a lot of those games as good as they are or as entertaining as they are never get beyond that stage this is kind of like part of their project okay. um, so yeah yeah. So probably yeah, not. Yeah.
1: King backed off of that a little bit, too, after they got, um, kind of got reamed after going after a small independent developer. Which is, by the way, when I stopped playing Candy Crush, was when they were doing that. And I said, nope, that's not cool. I'm not going to play your game anymore. I yeah. think that's,
0: that's the sole motivating factor. You left, and they were like, Nicole Tanner, she knows everybody. <laughs> we can't, we can't make this lady mad.
1: Um,. Okay, so other news. The voice actors. Voice actors are very important to video games, especially those with stories. They may be striking. We are recording this on Wednesday the 19th. If they don't reach negotiations uh, with a a solid contract that they want today, then they will be striking starting tomorrow. And um, this was happening, it happened again like last year or so. I mean, they're having a really hard time getting getting the publishers to commit to what they want to. And they've got a a good point in that voice actors for games um, are kind of challenged in ways that voice actors for movies and whatnot aren't. And that a voice actor for a game might have to, you know, do 25 screams of dying in different ways. And that's really hard on your vocal cords and can be damaging uh, to the actor for their future work. So... So yeah, so they're getting ready. We'll see. Um, by the time you're listening to this podcast, we'll know whether or not they they went on strike. But um, the publishers that they're uh, negotiating with is basically everybody: Activision, Disney, Insomniac, Voice Work, which I probably is probably an agency type thing, Blind Light, Electronic Arts, Interactive Associates, WB Games, Corpse of Discovery, Take Two, Take two Formosa Interactive. Basically, all the big ones minus like Microsoft, uh, which, I don't know, maybe they've already reached an agreement with them. But anyhow, so if this goes into effect, like, they want this contract to cover all games produced after February 17th, 2015. So they want it to be retroactive. And that's yep. a kind of a big retroactive type thing. That's going
0: to include a lot of games. It is, betcha yes. Betcha, I mean, yeah, that's... It's. Um, Another thing that is included in that, um, because I actually listened to um, Will Wheaton did a video a while ago when this was first kind of being kicked around. Um, One of the issues is that a lot of voice actors are being asked to do mocap now.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was
0: literally never a thing. So these guys guys and gals were trained to sit on a stool with a microphone in their face and voice act. And now they're sword fighting and climbing and yeah. doing all sorts of stuff, which is kinda cool. Yes. A little bit. Yeah. Um, and then the world explodes and now they've gotta like, you know, do this full time and they gotta physically act. It's a very different it's the environment is different for them than yeah. when these contracts were initially negotiated. And also, let's be real, um I know it's not all it's not all about the money, but if you if you get a voice actor and pay them peanuts, and your game goes on to be, you know, The Last of Us, right? Um, then the the voice actors are a huge part of that game, um, yeah. and so they need to be respected. Um, I I agree with this wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully that we can reach a negotiation. And I, I didn't even think about the uh, the mocap part, but you're right. It's totally changed now.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's I think, nuts. It's crazy. I can't even imagine it.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, so I think we were, I don't know, we talked about this last week or maybe the the week before about being curious about what Blizzard was going to be doing next. And so Tom Chilton, who has been the game director for World of Warcraft since it started, is leaving his position on World of Warcraft, but he's not leaving Blizzard. He's going to work on some other project and he, uh, he kind of teased about it. He's like, I'll still be here, but I'll be doing something else. So the speculation, you know, of everybody, including myself, has gone wild. So what is this other project, quote unquote, that he's going to be working on? Because I don't think you're that high up of being the game director for WoW that you're going to go, I don't know, work on Hearthstone or, you know, one of the others. You know, I, I don't, I don't see them needing like a new game director. You know what I'm saying? Like all those games are doing well the way they are. So I think if you're taking a yep. game director, odds are it's probably going to be something new. Not that we will ever see anything about it for like four years, probably. So, but anyhow, four?
0: That's, that's impressive. Four? <laughs>
1: you don't think so? I mean, Maybe Blizzard
0: even ta- longer. Blizzard is. Oh, slow yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They take their time for sure. Yeah, so.
0: so... So what do you think he's making?
1: Hey. I have
0: predictions. I want to oh, know your okay. thoughts.
1: No, I really... I, I have no idea. I'm not... Ter- I mean, I know what games Blizzard makes, but I have not been a terrible, you know, huge fan of them, except for Hearthstone. So I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe another MMO? Because I know World of Warcraft, like, it got a it got a big surge when Legion was released. But at the same time, that game's been around Forever which means that I think there might be space for a new one. What do you think?
0: Possibly. With that said, the last time they tried to make an MMO, they ended up with Overwatch.
1: Oh, Um, okay.
0: So, uh, because that was Project Titan, which um, kind of fell by the wayside, and they took some of the same assets and design, etc., to um, create Overwatch. I suspect, I don't know... But I suspect that uh, it's going to be something StarCraft related.
1: Mm. Um, yeah, that's a good point.
0: Largely because, um, I mean, I don't know if you saw this in the news. It probably, Maybe it crossed your radar. Maybe it didn't. Um, Korea, uh, South Korea, um, just closed their... Um, KESPA, the Korean Esports Association, just closed oh. the, the uh, StarCraft Pro League, which has oh. been in... Which, included teams that had been in existence since the, n- the late 90s. Wow. No, I haven't um, heard about
1: that.
0: So, which... I, which it, and seeing as how now all three parts of the StarCraft two kind of trilogy have been released, yeah. um, I, I, I mean, and there... It, getting ready to move into the standard issue. Blizzard puts them on sale every once in a while and just kind of lets them yeah, do yeah. their thing. Um, it's, it, I think it's time for another one, uh, another push, um, because clearly people enjoy StarCraft. All three of those games sold incredibly well. Um, yeah. So why not rock and roll and make StarCraft 3? Just do it. Why wait a billion years? Yeah. So um, I think that that might make sense. And putting a good... Director, like someone who's kept a game like World of Warcraft going, um, clearly he knows about deadlines, and he, I'm sure his project management skills are on point.
1: Yeah,
0: um, putting that onto something like Starcraft, I think that might work. Um, I could be totally wrong. Um, it could be a total new IP. It could be a Lost Vikings reboot. Um, mm. Although let's be tr- let's be truthful. If they put out another Lost Vikings game, um, I would love it. So they can get on that, um, but do, do you, remember, you remember the Lost Vikings? I remember. The three dudes. A, I
1: remember it was a Super Nintendo game. Yeah.
0: Um, super. So, I mean, it was. It's old school, super uh, yeah. dumb. But why not? Just make another one. Just make another one. Um, I'm fine with it. Um, but no I think there's also something to be said about them making another new IP Overwatch has been incredibly successful so clearly they know what they're doing so why not make another one I mean think about it they got a shooter they got some sci-fi they got some fantasy Um, they could make a modern tactical shooter and just be like you know what Call of Duty and Battlefield we're just gonna (laughs) make our own right Yes. Um, and if Blizzard made a modern shooter yeah who's going to yeah. compete with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they, they're like one of the only developers that could walk into that market and I think, you know, make a dent. Uh,
0: I so. can't even imagine.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I'm getting chills just thinking about it because they know how to make shooters now. I mean, we yeah. know they do. i am yeah. playing the crap out of Overwatch. And, um, I mean, oh, you're right. <laughs> if anybody could just say, you know what, screw you, we're going to make a shooter. Yeah. Like a modern, you know, dudes in the army shooter
1: yeah yeah it would it would definitely make that space more interesting, at least to me. I mean, I don't know if I would play it, but it would be very interesting to see another company enter that fray because Call of Duty has been the top the king of the hill for a very long time. I mean Battlefield does well, but it's nowhere near um, the sales that Call of Duty does so um so yeah, it would be interesting to
0: see something like that so I'd be interested to see what they come up with. Yeah,
1: but anyhow, so so that's that. So Steven, before we started, you were telling me about some smite thing. What's the smite thing? <laughs> What's the smite thing? that's going on? <laughs>
0: some wow. Um, you know, um, <laughs> you just channeled my wife. <laughs> is what you did. You just channeled my wife. It's like we just sat down to dinner, and you were like, "So, so, honey, you were telling me about this this magic thing. What was that all about? You like, literally, have you been? Have you guys been like talking without telling me? Because um, that was like legit. You just channeled her. Um, anyway, um, so Smite. Everybody knows I play it. Well, I mean, maybe not everybody on Earth, um, but anybody that listens to me on either podcast I'm on knows that I am a smite apologist. Um, inappropriate costumes and all. Um, and so us, Hi-Rez, um, is not resting on their laurels, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, it's called Smite Tactics. It is a turn-based, grid-based strategy game uh, that involves some of the same characters and likely a lot of the same assets from Smite the MOBA. Um, if you go to... Uh, it is smitetactics.com. You can sign up for the closed beta. Um, get in that. There is no formal um, release date involved. However, it will include both multiplayer and single-player modes. Um, you assemble armies of gods and minions, um, and, yeah.
1: That's cool.
0: I am I love me some tactics games. I love me some smite. This sounds like a winner. <laughs> um, so, yeah, smite tactics.
1: Okay, that's cool. No, that sounds cool. I would like that much more than a MOBA, that's for sure. So, also, uh, I'm tossing to Steven about this, too. So, there is lots of Pokemon stuff that was... Announced came out stuff. this week. There's lots, lots of new information. Can you tell us all of the information, <laughs> Steven?
0: How about I tell you um, the important stuff? Okay, go for it. There's really one announcement that is significant, um, and that is um, if you have played Pokemon games in the past, um, you will likely be familiar with the term HM slave. What that is, is that is a garbage Pokemon that you got somewhere early on in the game that you have decided to teach all of the HM moves that you need to be able to manipulate around the world. Um, so, for example, you may need Cut to cut down trees, or Surf to get over water, etc., etc., etc. So you find a Pokemon that can, that can equip all of those abilities, and you use up all six of its move slots with HMs that allow you to move around. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon is removing that. Um, instead, you will, over time, be able to kind of register different Pokemon into a device and then just kind of summon them to ride as part of the Poke Ride mechanic. Um, this is cool for two reasons. One, you can kind of have Pokemon do things outside of combat, which is kind of interesting, um, and it's a little bit more visually appealing. The other piece is you don't have to waste a part of your six-person team while you are adventuring uh, on NHM HM Slave uh, that serves literally zero purpose other than to give you the moves that you need. Um, I think this really just comes down to good game design. Cool. Um, it was an annoying feature that created, you know, it required that you put really crappy moves on Pokemon, thus diminishing their power. Um, and so... The workaround was this HM Slave thing, which is really just kind of not even thematically appropriate within the Pokemon universe. Um, So, yeah, that's the biggest change. And this is all revealed based on data mining done thanks to the demo that was released yesterday, uh, which would be October 18th. Um, they basically dumped, people downloaded it, dumped it onto an SD card, and then threw it on their laptops and data mined the crap out of this mm. thing. We now have a complete Pokédex, and we found this thing. Mm. Um, this is the, easily the biggest announcement. Um, and I think it's a huge quality of life change. Mm. I mean, it's not going to change the game for, you know, it's, it's just a positive change. It's a really good, um, you know, kind of evolution. Mm. Did you see what I did there? Yes.
1: Yes, I did see what you did there.
0: Aren't I so? Aren't I so clever with those word yes. things?
1: Yes, all your puns. So wonderful. Um, High five. So I'm just looking at I, some of these stories, and everybody's listening knows that I am not a Pokemon person. However, it's pretty funny. I had a shrink wrapped uh, copy of Pokemon Black that. I don't even know. I I got it when I was at IGN or what they play or whatever. Never opened it because I don't play Pokemon. But for some reason, like, when I hauled out all of my DS games to let Anna play them, uh, this one just surfaced. And she's like, it's Pokemon! Because she's been into Pokemon Go, so she knows what it is and everything. So, so yeah, I played that with her a little bit. But it's funny because she always wants to name her Pokemon. And it's like she just... (laughs) She just types in whatever letter she wants to. And then she'll, sure. she'll give it to me sure. and be like, what does this say? And I'm like, pershnikshurper. She's like, yeah, that's Done. a great name. Fine.
0: <laughs> so... Sure, fine. Everything's <laughs> I... <laughs> fine. If I may ask, who is your starter?
1: The starter was um, Snivy? Snivy? Is that how you say that?
0: Fair yeah. enough. Snivy. Yeah. Yeah, well, Snivy. She picked it. I didn't,
1: you know. I I wouldn't have known the difference
0: anyhow. (laughs) It was the collective you. Well, I mean, one of them was a porcupine that's on fire. Okay. One of them was a blue gator, and the other one was a little snake-looking thing. Yeah. If you can't tell the difference between a gator and a porcupine on fire, (laughs) your observation skills are a question.
1: Yeah. No, I just let her pick, so.
0: That's reasonable. I wasn't expecting that you were going to choose, but... But you're a team when you do that. Now, how crazy is that? You can officially say you played a Pokémon game. I know. How
1: it's actually somewhat annoying because I have to... I mean, she, she can do battles just fine. She doesn't need my help at all. But she can't read yet. So I have to sit there and read all the crap to her. Although she has learned the place that she needs to go to revive her Pokémon if she doesn't have the, uh, the necessary potions or whatnot like because like you can go every day and bring it back up to house so she knows to do that and she was playing by herself battling um pretty well by herself so the only thing that was going to be annoying to me was having to read everything to her because um, i had to do that with um what was it the animal crossing board game ish type thing i don't even remember what it was called um but it was amiibo crossing amiibo crossing something like that but um. But there were little situations that you had to read on every single turn. It was driving me nuts, anyhow. So,
0: welcome to uh, playing role-playing games with your children. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's this other thing, um, the Pokemon that I thought sounded important, but maybe not. There's something about Ultra Beasts. Did you hear about that, Steven? I,
0: I, I did, okay. and I am attempting to not talk about it a huge amount because it's a Huge spoiler.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: So for anybody who cares about Pokemans, they're Ultra Beasts. They've shown those things, but talking about them any further um, could result in uh, spoiling what I think might be a major plot point. Mm, so okay. if you care about Pokemon's story, and I unfortunately spoiled it for myself. So if you care about Pokemon story... Don't Google any stuff about Ultra Beasts right now. Just recognize that there are Ultra Beasts, which we don't even know what that means. Uh-huh. Um, but the game will explain it.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. That's okay with me.
0: I'm just throwing it in there. I just don't want to. I just don't want to spoil it for anybody. No,
1: no, that's a good call. Because you know, yeah,
0: Pokemon games are totally, um, you know, known for their epic <laughs> and involved sorry. stories. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um, so that's all the news I had. Did you have anything else you want to talk about, Stephen?
0: Yeah, how about, how about Beyond Good and Evil 2? Oh, we're, right, we're right, right, right. That. Yes, yes. What, are, what, do you have thoughts about Beyond Good and Evil in general?
1: Uh, well, you know, I played, like, when we talked about playing it, I played it for, I don't know, two or three hours. It seemed cool. Okay. I mean, I liked it. Again, it's the thing where, you know, other stuff came up, so uh, yep. I didn't get to play it more than that. But it seemed cool. Um they have a sequel i'd totally be down with it i remember when it first came out it being a game that i really 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 wanted to play and then i think it was because it was on the original xbox and we did not have an xbox the original one which is actually kind of ironic at this point um but uh, (laughs) it
0: it really super is (laughs) really super.
1: Cuz <laughs> my husband refused to get it because he said it was just a PC and not a console. And why would he buy that if he could have a better PC? So so yes, ex- extremely ironic at this point. <laughs> but um, so I never got to play it. Uh, so I was you know, I was always interested into it. it. Seemed like a cool story, a cool world. So but yeah, I'm totally down with the sequel. Probably not going to play any more of the first one cuz I just don't <laughs> have time. Yeah. So You don't have time.
0: Yeah. So they confirmed that beyond good and evil 2 2- is in pre-production now, which means we'll probably play it in, what, like, 2020? <laughs> um, but, you know, so... But that's cool. Michel Ansel or... Michel Ansel uh, is, uh, the... D- was the lead for, um, the original, and he is purportedly the lead for the new one. He's sharing some obscure, weird pictures through his Instagram account as, like, teasers, I think. Yeah. And, uh, this... Earlier this week, he announced that it is in pre-production. Um... Rumor has it that it is possibly an NX exclusive.
1: Mm, that's interesting. That would be very So yet another
0: Beyond Good and Evil game that you wouldn't be able to play because you don't necessarily own the console.
1: <laughs> we will own the console at some point. We never, ever bought an original Xbox. We will buy an NX oh, you didn't? at some point. no.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Thats well I mean, you know what I actually registered for an original Xbox in my wedding. <laughs>
1: wow that's that's awesome. I, I you know I, I think I remember Isaac wanting to register for something like that at some point, something to do with games.
0: Did you shut him down or I, did he just not sneak away with the laser? Because I, <laughs> I snuck away with the laser.
1: Yeah no, I, I don't remember. I seem to remember us registering for something techy. Maybe it wasn't games. I, I honestly don't remember. It's been 10 years, so, yeah. That's a long
0: time. Yeah, it is a long we, time. We, uh, I, re- so I registered for it, but here's fun facts for anybody planning on registering for uh, an Xbox. Um, first off, you probably, registering for an original Xbox right now, that's, that's deep. I don't know where you're registering. <laughs> uh, but we registered at Target uh-huh. for, you know, to give a lower budget right. option for some of our younger friends, yeah. right? And I was like, whatever, let me just do it. If for nothing else... Target would give us you know when you're done everything that's not on your registry Target gives you a coupon for right. like 15% off and I was like honey I mean even if nobody gives it to us yeah. it's on our registry I'm going to take it for 15% off we can use some of the money from the yeah. wedding so whatever and she's like Ugh. and so <laughs> with beyond her back I grabbed the laser and ran over and was like pew pew pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but fun facts the kind of people that will buy an Xbox as a wedding gift are also the people that don't know to take it off Right. so I actually got three Xboxes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Nice. Wow. Wow.
0: Because it's funny. Yeah. So we obviously exchanged the hell out of two of those. Right. They were very nice. Yeah. uh, Rather hefty gift cards. Right. To Target. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Yeah, when we registered, we did everything online. So if someone bought something, it automatically took it off um, the registry. So...
0: Yeah, our wedding was before that was a thing.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You had to like really, yeah.
1: Yeah, people still do that though. Like especially for um, for baby stuff. Like when I would go into Babies R Us to pick up something after Anna was born, I would see women in there with the little beep guns, like just knocking everything up. So those things are the
0: best. (laughs) The laser guns. Oh my God, laser guns. Sorry. (laughs)
1: Uh, okay, was the... So that's Beyond Good and Evil yeah. 2. Is there anything else, news-wise, that you wanted to um,
0: talk about? N- no. no.
1: Okay. Uh, well, what have you been playing, then?
0: Um. Overwatch. So, I think the first thing that I should talk about... I have been playing more of the Overwatch Halloween event. Uh-huh. Man, is it hard, man. <laughs> it is hard. It is hard. And I think a big part of the reason why it's hard is that I've been playing with pugs... <laughs> Um, and like just straight up randos, and because um, I really just don't have a lot of the people that I know who own uh, Overwatch mm-hmm. are on PlayStation 4. Uh,
1: um,
0: to the point where it is entirely possible that when I get a PlayStation 4, I may just rebuy Overwatch. Mm so I can play it on there and play it with my friends um, and have, like, groups for this. Because playing this with pugs, it's almost impossible. Yeah. Um, Invariably, you get somebody that's the healer that doesn't know how to do it, or there's Soldier 76 who has a healing, like, AOE-like thing he puts down, Uh and you need to do that every time it is off cooldown. There is no exceptions. Uh You must always do it. Um, Must. (laughs) Must do it. Um, and he didn't. He was off running around, like shooting things and being all you know, useless. <laughs> um, and it, it's just—it's just a mess. It's fun. Yeah. You still earn points even if you lose, uh-huh. um, and you learn a healthy amount of points, especially if you're on medium, mm. um, you know, or hard. Um, so it's not impossible yeah. to. Gain the levels you need to get the Halloween packs. It's just it's 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 a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but get a group together and work on your tactics. Pick out characters that you know how to use. You know that that is way more. Um, that that's beating a raid in World of Warcraft or something like that. It's you know because it's PVE. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been playing a lot of that. Um, most notably, I have been uh, enjoying myself playing um, Battlefield One. Mm-hmm. Cool. Which. Um, is, I'm sure you're glad to hear that because yes. it's work that I have to do. Um, so I will say um, I will go on record as saying it is really good. Cool. Um, it is dark as all get out. <laughs> now I know, it's a, it's a war game so like how bright and shiny can it be? No, for real guys, this is dark. Okay. Um, this is not, this. Is, I mean World War One is you know, World War Two gets a lot of attention, uh-huh. right? Um, and a lot of, you know, it gets a lot of the, kind of the spotlight of the world shown on it for good reason, right? Bad things happened there, certainly relevant, um, it wasn't that long ago, mm. um, and we think about World War One and we're like, wow, that was over a hundred years ago, and, or almost a hundred years ago, yeah. and, you know, it was almost, it almost feels like ancient history when we think about the fact that really, like, it's not, yeah. you know, like my, you know, my grandfather was alive, Mm-hmm. When that war occurred, he was very young, but he he was alive, yeah. right? So it uh, really wasn't that f- long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was um, the first... It, it was th- a global conflict, and it was the first time that, like, you know, modern warfare met... Like, relatively modern warfare met previous, you know... So horse ba- horses fighting tanks. Mm-hmm. We talked about that yeah. last week. But, like, legitimately, that's a thing... Um, and more appropriately it was learning how tanks worked mm. and um, it is grimy it is dark it is the aesthetic is softer mm. than um, say Call of Duty or even other modern Battlefield games um, so it feels almost a little bit more painterly like it's it looks like we are trying to remember something uh. as opposed to experience it and mm. um, the story mode uh, the single player campaign is a series of vignettes Um, so it's not one story all throughout which I think would be impossible to tell Mm -hmm. um, because then you'd be limiting yourself it is a series of different vignettes so um, you are an English tank driver, um, an American pilot um, who joins the British Air Force Mm -hmm. Um, you're a guy that travels with literally Lawrence of Arabia And you do crazy stuff. Um, And there's a a section where you're one of the Harlem Hellfighters, which was a group of African-American soldiers who saw ground combat in some of the nastiest, Mm -hmm. grimiest battles that there were. Um, And so you play through these modes. um, And the story is, uh, it is compelling, um, it is interesting. Um, I think that it is worth playing this game just for that. Hmm. So if you don't want to play the, the multiplayer mode, um, especially if you are interested in the history, hmm. um, while it is not obviously a beat for beat historical reenactment, um, it is very you know, it's it's a period piece hmm. and I think they did a very a remarkable job.
1: Cool. Really cool. Awesome. So Anything else, or just that?
0: Um, for the most part, that. Although, actually, I also spent a whole bunch of time because I needed a palate cleanser. <laughs> so i so I was playing some Super Mega Baseball.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, Super Mega that's Baseball. Oh, really <laughs> um,
0: yo, <laughs> Super Mega Baseball is really good. Um, this is my thing. If you own an Xbox and not a PlayStation, and you're looking for a baseball game, Super Mega Baseball is a perfectly acceptable. Um, you know, relatively inexpensive baseball game that will give you your baseball fix because it is deep. It has a lot of the same sh- simulation strategy kind of stuff, but it's also arcadey at the same time. Um, the, the the freaking caricature characters are just hilarious. Um, I loved it. Uh, I as soon as I was done, um, you know, for the day, each day with uh, Battlefield, I would play a game of Super Mega Baseball just so I was not depressed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I remember um, Andrew uh, Hayward reviewed that for us, like, right after I started Pixelkin. Like, when I was had been there for about six months for the holiday, reviewed it for us and said that it was wonderful. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Andrew is someone you can take seriously when it comes to game reviews. So there are lots of people that I wouldn't... But Andrew's not one of those people. He's, he's one of the good guys. Um, so, me... I spent the entire morning playing Gears of War 4, which um, is pretty cool. And? The story is actually pretty intriguing. I was worried it was going to be too kind of cliche, silly-ish, but it, it, it's a little intriguing. I, I had to like look up some of the, the previous history of the story because I hadn't played any of the previous ones, so I sort of just dropped in yeah. on Gears of War 4. Gameplay-wise, it's shooting... And shooting, and more shooting, and did I mention there was shooting? So, that's basically it. Um, However...
0: Can can I ask what you were expecting other than shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting? (laughs) (laughs) Because I was just checking. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. No,
1: I wasn't. But, you know, anybody who listens to me knows that that is not necessarily my cup of tea. However, in this case, and probably other games that are just about shooting too, it is done flawlessly... It's really easy to play it's really intuitive it's you know it looks really good so even though it's not necessarily my favorite type of gameplay it is done really well for what it is so um, I do have po- okay. positive impressions of it that's for sure
0: and so yeah go ahead. If, if I may ask yeah. um, I played a lot of the Gears of War collection okay. um, and one of the issues I had was that like I would stick to stuff um in regards to uh like the cover cuz it's a cover shooter right right um it, it, does it, it, it am i just a bad player or is this one a little bit better at that or um
1: i feel i didn't feel like i had such a problem with that i mean sometimes i would be you know sort of stuck like bouncing from one part of cover to another part of cover but when i really just wanted to do was just back up and run, you know, specifically. <laughs> but um, but but it's. I want to leave. I know, <laughs> but um, uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't a lot. I mean, one thing that's nice about that about the cover mechanic. I don't know if it's this way in the previous ones, but you get an arrow when you're getting ready to jump out of cover that shows you basically whichever thing you're going to go into cover next, which is really okay. nice and, and really helpful. Like I said, I don't know if that's been in the previous ones, but I thought that that one that one was really cool. Um. Like I said, the, the story is, is interesting. Um, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out, honestly. Um, especially after reading some of the backstory. Makes me even more interested in it. So my review will be going up on Pixelkin, hopefully by Friday, so that I don't have to, uh, to do it after I come back Worried from my vacation. Worry about it while you're... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, and then also I play this indie game called Industry Manager which is a simulation game in which you are you know, basically making products. You've got a product that you need to make. You need to get it to a distribution center and sell it. You need to have uh, farms and whatnot to make the components for your product. And then you've got another building that actually makes the product. And then you got to ship it to the warehouse, and the warehouse delivers it. And that sounds completely boring, but I was loving it um, because I basically love all kinds of sims like that. It was just, it sucked me right in. It was really cool. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: and I dig it. Yeah,
1: it's kind of, it, it's it's different than what you're kind of used to as far as a sim game. So, you know, it's not like, I mean, you're building um, buildings and things. You're sort of building your, um, I don't know, like... Uh, I don't know what you would call it, your compound of buildings or whatever, your company, Um, you know, for the physical buildings. You're doing that. But it's not like you're building a city or, you know, something like that. And you really had to pay attention to, okay, this is the product that I need to make. I need to make sure that I have researched the appropriate things for my building so that I can make the components for this product. So, for instance, like one of the things that it drops you into in the tutorial is that you're making a... Uh, a cold vaccine like that's awesome why doesn't that exist in real life um <laughs> but anyhow so it tells you the components that you need and like you have to build a farm and you can deliver one of those components off your farm right away but you need to upgrade your farm and able to deliver one of the other ones so uh, it's this really kind of cool give and take and you can have different factories producing different products and it's kind of uh supply management of how many are going to one factory versus the other factory and, you know, trying to stay as profitable as possible. Yep. That's the other thing. There's a whole stock market thing involved in that and banks where you can oh, take God. out loans. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty involved. Uh, but it was it was fun. I liked it. I had to stop myself from playing or I probably would have sat there way too long. Um, so, so, yeah, I don't know how much more I'll be playing that since Civ is coming out. And we will be there tomorrow but uh, <laughs> but it was really cool I, I recommend it um, my review about that will be going up on Pixican hopefully this week as well so
0: that sounds amazing it was
1: really really
0: good that sounds real, really good yeah um, like I'm super fascinated by that V by the idea of that game yeah I'd be terrible at it I think right but I think it sounds super entertaining
1: yeah yeah it was it was awesome I really really liked it so it's industry manager it's out on steam and I think that's it, other than, the, you know, the general, the Hearthstone. the uh, Paperback has made its way into my daily kind of playing yes. <laughs> routine, like right before I go to bed. Like, it's a cool, cool game. Because, like, playing against AI, so I don't really lose all that often. But it's not like playing Hearthstone, where I just get really mad if I lose <laughs> over and over again. So this is much easier. And then I do patchwork sometimes, too. uh as that you know sort of um calm down get ready for bed type thing so um
0: so so when i when i inevitably come to uh seattle yes um i will bring the real version of paperback
1: okay sounds good and then we can
0: play the actual version of paperback um because i think that you well i mean i know you would enjoy it because you like the the uh app yes um so I, I'm i so, I just can't get over how excited I am that you actually like the app version of one of my favorite board games. <laughs> it is such, it's a weird world that we live in, right? Yeah. That there are so many, <laughs> Um, if there is a, in general, if there's a board game you want to play, there is a, uh there is an app version of it coming or already here. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um we you know we get tons of press releases here about them because we cover both mm. so they you know they're covering two audiences in one uh one shot. Yeah. <laughs> I think by the end of the year we're going to have enough to do like a nice like big beefy like 20 game listicle of mm. board game version of apps. Nice. Just because it's so huge. Yeah. The, my only reason that I haven't done it yet is that I'm afraid that it'll be out of date immediately upon him doing it. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I also, um, I downloaded, but haven't played yet, um, Splendor, since you told me that that I had to do that. so So, Splendor is so good. (laughs) I haven't had a lot of time, like, I want to make sure I've got a a chunk of time where I'm not really tired, where I can start playing it and understanding the rules and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So.
0: So good. Yeah. So good.
1: So eventually, I'll get to that, although I've got so many reviews to write, so many games to play.
0: And I'll... I'll bring, and I will bring uh, the uh, real copy of Splendor. Okay. And we can play that too. All
1: right. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, um, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to hello at pixelkin.org. Pixelkin.org is a website of which I am managing editor. It is an awesome website, if I may say so myself uh we cover games uh, for gamers with kids so you're gonna find pretty much anything that you want to hear about there uh we don't stray away from m-rated games at all we do the whole gamut uh you can find us on facebook simply pixelkin you can find us on twitter at pixelkin underscore org steven as mentioned at the top of the show is the editor and founder of engaged family gaming who is basically everywhere but steven what's the most important stuff we should know
0: so, uh, thank you very much. First, if you like hearing the sound of my voice, and you're like, you know, I'd like to hear a little bit more of that, first, head on over to uh, Podcast Services Around the Globe and find Engage, a family gaming podcast. That is a podcast of which I am the host, and we have a new permanent co-host. Uh, that's my brother, Michael. Nice. Uh, who, uh, so the Brothers Dutzman will be bringing... Um, along with my wife and several others will be bringing your video game board game and collectible card game mm-hmm. news all over the place um, he plays some he plays a mad game of hearthstone he's going to be on the episode that you are and I I just haven't done it yet yeah. um so that's super important um so please listen to the podcast we're taking a couple of weeks off while we kind of jiggle the handle a little bit i'm trying to make it all work out um however I don't get a day off Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my Facebook page, which you can find. It's just search Engage Family Gaming on Facebook. I do the EFG show where I go over all the relevant family gaming news for video games, board games, and collectible card games and talk about it. And then afterwards, we do a Q&A. Yesterday, I spent an hour talking to basically strangers about the Amazon Hot Toy List. Nice. Um, other than that, we're all over the place. So hook up, you know, do cool stuff, share this with your friends. We love it. Awesome. But go to Pixelkin first Because they're great And then come to me afterwards <laughs>
1: um, uh, Just a quick reminder We will be on hiatus next week So you'll have to you know Suffer without hearing us for a week um, But we will be back uh, The first week of November So
0: You can listen to back episodes Of Engage a Family Gaming Podcast you If you need to fill time yes. um, If I might recommend the episode About Magic the Gathering uh, Recently it was very good Okay
1: Yes, there, you could do that, folks. Um, So, thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you in two weeks.
0: Bye.